Engaged and Inspired Podcast. A simple warning, we may drop an F-bomb or other descriptive words just in case you have small children with you or are at work. We know many of you are planning right now from your cubicle. You've been warned. The Engaged and Inspired Podcast. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Be Engaged and Inspired Podcast. This is DJ Sam of Atmosphere Productions. And this is Kia from Engage Connecticut. So let's be honest, planning a wedding is hard. And planning a DIY wedding is even harder. Yes, it is. And we're going to obviously touch on a very important conversation today, or topic, I mean. Now, this is a topic that I can go on for hours about, but... <laughs> I'm going to stop you. <laughs> so about, I would say, maybe twice a year, I see this article come out, which uh, is an article saying, hey, DIY your own wedding with making your own DJ list, yes, music list. Yes, and uh, because you can DIY the wedding, you can DIY the DJ parts as well. Oh, of course. You can DIY everything these of days. Of course. Of course. It's easy. Right? It's absolutely easy. So clearly, a lot of people think it's going to save them a huge amount of money. A ton of money. But it also is going to use up a significant amount of your time. And resources. And resources. And people don't really think about that when they're uh, planning a wedding, that sometimes it's this concept of like, do I rent it or do I buy it? And a lot of times when you're doing something by yourself, there's a lot more time and effort put into it that can't be spent on things that you should be doing for your wedding. Absolutely. And renting, you you mentioned renting, in the DIY article that uh, uh, the author shall remain shamelessly (laughs) nameless, uh, one of the things that they they point out is to rent a sound system, appoint a master of ceremonies, uh, and do a dry run. Now, I'm going to take all those three uh, (laughs) points uh, all in one. Great. Rent a sound system. You could also just hire a DJ that has all of that stuff together in one spot. When you rent a sound system, you have no idea of the person before you, what they did to the sound system. Also, how do you know how to hook up the sound system? And that's my second thing. (laughs) (laughs) When you appoint a master of ceremonies, that's all that they're going to do is speak. If something goes wrong with the system, and I will tell you this from an honest point of view, at almost every wedding I do, something is not right with my system. And that's not to say that that's something bad. It means that either a cable broke or a connection is not together. Or, or the venue doesn't have the right source of power for you. Exactly. There's little tiny things that don't always go right with a sound system. It's an electronic piece of equipment. So if you rent the equipment, the microphone may not work correctly. Correct. You, you, you have to, especially if it's a wireless microphone, you have to make sure that the frequency that you're on is not the same as a baby monitor down the street <laughs> or a phone because yep. a lot of the, the phones uh, now interfere with some of the frequencies that, that, that we use. Uh, the laptop that you may use, it may just suddenly decide to quit. Do you have a backup? Do you have a backup for that backup? Well, most professional DJs, that's what they do. They don't just carry one microphone. They don't carry just one or two speakers. They don't carry just one laptop. There's backups upon backups. I think you came here today with like four microphones. (laughs) (laughs) And this is our own thing that we do. But I'm just saying, just to like a normal thing, you show up with four microphones. Absolutely. So on the day of the wedding, I cannot afford something small, minor to go wrong that ruins the entire day. If you rented a system and something minor 
goes wrong, the place that you rent it from does not care. Now, their tech support usually is not open on a weekend. As a person who has had to, and, uh, like, somebody's gone to get a new speaker. Absolutely. We had a wedding once where the DJ just didn't show up. At all. At all. And so, thankfully, they had some good friends who did go get a sound system, but there were some issues with it, and this was sort of a last minute. There wasn't anything else we could do. I had to use an Alexa so that the bride could walk down to her own song. Right. And that was horrible, because you're sitting there going, like, Alexa, play. Alexa, get louder. Alexa, go really loud. Oh, my God, Alexa, go lower. No. And, I mean, ultimately, everything ended up working, but that, like you said, knowing... When to play music, what to play, who says what, all of that, ugh, it's just not as easy. Right, that, and that's that's why in the article they mentioned do a dry run. A dry run doesn't solve anything. Your dry one doesn't also include all of your guests. <laughs> because the criterias uh, of the room and the physicality of the room changes once you fill it with people. Yes. Now, I'll, I will say, if you're having a 10-person wedding reception, you may not need a DJ. You may want to do... A little DIY yourself. Yeah. But if you're having anything over 50, I would say, you're going to have to have a professional DJ or somebody who is a master of ceremonies who knows wedding protocol. You cannot just say, okay, I'm going to tell somebody to be the master of ceremonies and here's a list of what they need to do. Because there is an order. If you're at a banquet facility... They have certain protocols, and your master of ceremonies, who you just appointed the Thursday before your wedding, may not know what those protocols are. Also, uh, some venues won't allow you just to bring in whatever type of equipment you want. Because if you plug into their systems and it's not correct, you could blow their entire system. And I'm pretty sure that you're not insured to be able to do that. Yes, which brings up the other point. Yes. Is insurance. I pay business insurance, liability insurance, and it is not cheap. And I do it because I want to take care of my clients if something happens. If something that I do wrong happens, I want my clients to be covered. Absolutely. If you do a DIY wedding and um, you just suddenly decide to rent all this equipment and uh, something happens and the facility burns down, you're liable. Also, if you return the equipment, they may come back and say, well, you know, you broke the speakers and you have no way to say that wasn't me. Absolutely. Then the other point that they mentioned in this article is uh, is creating a playlist. (laughs) Now, as a DJ, I already have playlists already created for the ceremony, for the cocktail hour and for dinner and dancing. That's not to say that I play the same songs at every event. There are certain songs that I know that are going to get people dancing, for instance, during the dancing portion of the wedding reception. I can honestly say that within three songs, I can get everybody up on the dance floor. I've seen it happen, so I do believe you. Without saying a word. I can get everybody on the dance floor if I have to speak within five. Why? I've been doing this for 40 years. There are certain songs that I know, based on the bride and groom's playlist... What's going to get people up and dancing? If you just suddenly decide to curate a list from Spotify or what some other DJ has put together, it may look great, but once you have to put that playlist into action, it may not even work because there are certain things that need to be done for what we call the flow of the evening. You also may not realize this, but and I know that you do this when you're DJing, you'll see couples dancing and you'll see that all of a sudden the couple gets drawn outside or something because they're going to go take photos and they're asking basically to slow everything down Mm -hmm. so that when they come back in, they're not missing any of their favorite songs. If that happens to you, you can't change your playlist. You can't do anything else. You're all of a sudden sort of stuck with what you've already created, not taking into consideration 
anything that's going on that on that time frame. Absolutely. There is a flow that happens in the evening. There's an ebb and a flow. You have to add the different events. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that uh, they mentioned in this article, that uh, um, you need to do the first dance, the parents' dances. Those things don't just happen based on a playlist. If there's something, as you, uh, Kia, at certain events that we've done together, you say, we've got to change this. We can't do the parents' dance next because something has happened. Well, I'm not going to announce that. Of course, I would hope not. (laughs) (laughs) I just move it in my playlist and keep the party going. Mm -hmm. If you've got a pretty curated playlist, then when the parents' dance comes up and there's something that's not uh, going according to plan, that song's going to play whether you want it to or not. Your master of ceremonies has got to be a DJ. Your master of ceremony or the person that you puts in charge should be a professional that knows when these events are supposed to take place and knows how to shuffle that list to make sure that everything goes the way it's supposed to, when it's supposed to. I had a bride once who, after her first dance and they were sitting down to eat dinner, when she got up, somebody stepped and sort of ripped her bustle. And so if they had been stuck on a playlist thinking that the next, like, three songs and then she'll dance with her dad, when she was in the back room getting that fixed and we fixed her all up, but it took an extra five, ten minutes. And it did throw everything else off, but no one else was aware of it. When you're in that type of DIY setting, the thing that you're trying to avoid is the feeling that it's homemade sometimes. And that nothing screams more like homemade and not thought out (laughs) as if the wrong song is playing and you can't run out there. Plus, also think about... Anytime that you've hosted your own party and you've put up music, there's one room where it's too loud. There's one room where you can't hear it. There's rooms where people, everybody ends up in the kitchen anyways. And if you're having an at-home wedding, you know, you don't want everybody saying like, wait, I can't hear it or speak up and things like that because it sort of takes away. It's a distraction. Absolutely. Absolutely. The article also mentions uh, crowd pleasers. (laughs) So that's that's great. That's what us professional DJs do. We know when those crowd pleasers are to be played. If you put all your crowd pleasers uh, one to ten in the list and you really crank up the party, what happens after those uh, those crowd pleasers are gone? Everybody's at the bar or going home. Yes. Or their feet hurt. Absolutely. So a professional DJ really makes the event flow, really adds to the uh, the effect of the evening's momentum. It's also working with the couple. You're aware yeah, of what's going on. You you have to speak to their parents. I know sometimes we've had grandparents who come up and say, is there any way you can play this great old classic song or something and you know it's when grandpa's ready to go actually dance you can't just pop that song in and assume at that point in time he's ready to go because you just don't know you also don't know how your food could be delayed um happens all the time all the time you know you can't be like okay everybody you have five minutes to eat your salads it should only take another five minutes to clear all the plates i'm sure for like a hundred people and then everybody have your entrees and everybody be done right away it just doesn't happen that way way. if you're gonna make your own playlist i say these are things that you can do for rehearsal dinners yes because that's a really great thing because you're usually a smaller group and you can do that you can do it for the brunch have a great playlist when you're getting ready i think that's really important too that you have a lot of fun and the right songs nothing sad or depressing in the limo on the way to the Mm -hmm. church or to the reception and even as like an after party selection a lot of times once the party's over and you're back down to your 20 or 25 people that are your core group that's really going to let you that's a great time to put something on because nobody's going to be doing anything except talking and listening and maybe a little bit of dancing but not like what was happening absolutely and the final point that they make in this article is to um download uh the music download everything 
<laughs> there are a couple of legalities in here. As a professional DJ, I'm not allowed to download from iTunes or Spotify or any of those services. It's illegal. Uh, as a consumer, though, having their own private party, the, the legality of it is a little bit iffy. Hazy. They may be able to do that because you're, you're, a, you're a consumer. Uh, the problem is with many of these services, they have commercials that are inserted in between the songs. Mm -hmm. If you suddenly just decide to download the entire playlist and have not vetted it before, uh, you, these commercials are going to come through. And even if you've edited it before, if you are online and Spotify sees that you are playing that playlist, it will insert a, a commercial where, I'm just using Spotify as a, uh, an example, it could be any other service, uh, it will insert that commercial. So you can imagine you're having your processional and a commercial comes just before you're supposed <laughs> to walk down the aisle. I wonder what commercial would be okay. I'm just thinking. I mean, I don't know, like a great food one or maybe maybe your catering company's one comes on right just before it. That would be perfect. That would be perfect. But you and I know those things don't happen that way. No. It's going to be like a, I don't know, a car shop or something so, or a plumbing service. So if you, want, if you want the stress, yes, go ahead. If you want to have stress-free wedding reception, Hire a professional DJ who's going to do a professional job, and he's going to take the stress out of your entire wedding day and add the fun. You don't have to hire me, although I would love for you to do that, <laughs> but hire a professional. And that, that this goes for any other service. Hire a professional to do the job that you've assigned to them on that day. A DIY wedding is not the ideal way to try and show people that you've... Uh, um, um, Got great taste in music? Yes. Well, it's just one of those things that people, like I said, don't necessarily think about it. They're looking that they want to save some money. There's plenty of DJs who fit everybody's price point. And I know that that sometimes can be super overwhelming. But if that's about the same amount of time that you would be spending trying to find the right person who fits the right your right price point as all the work that you'd have to do. And most of people don't have that extra 40 hours a week to be putting together a playlist. Yep. So ultimately, there's going to be things that you want to DIY and things that you shouldn't DIY. And this is obviously going to be a topic that we're going to Absolutely. visit again throughout, especially sometimes with our guests and things like that as well. Definitely. Be engaged and inspired. We'll be right back. When your wedding entertainment has to have amazing music, be fun, organized, and professional, your choice has to be Atmosphere Productions. DJs, live musicians, custom lighting, and photo booths, as seen on the TLC TV series Four Weddings, winner of the Wedding Wire Couples Choice Award and DJ Times DJ of the Month. Experience the difference. www.atmosphere-productions.com. That's www.atmosphere-productions.com. Hi, I'm Mary Carlson from MJ Decorations, and I always listen to DJ Sam and Kia on the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast, available free on iTunes or Google Podcast. You should listen too. Marty Q here. Have you heard my new single, Try Love? It's available on iTunes. Download and listen today. Do you like goats? Do you like farms? Want to get married at a goat farm? Bradley Mountain Farm, located in Southington, Connecticut, is the perfect location for your wedding. Choose from a lakeside or field ceremony. From intimate gatherings of 25 up to 300 tented, Bradley Mountain Farm is the perfect venue. Find us online at engagedct.com. Now, back to Be Engaged and Inspired. With your host, Kia and DJ Sam. This is Be Engaged and Inspired podcast with Kia. And this is DJ Sam. Welcome back. We continue our conversation on DIY weddings. How about DIY wedding planners? 
Oh. <laughs> this one will episode will probably be four hours long if you let me just go, just like if I'd let you go on your topic. I'll have to hit the pause button at some point. <laughs> okay, well, just give me a signal. <laughs> so clearly there's people who think we don't need to have a wedding planner, which is totally fine. Yep. It's not meant for everybody. Sometimes you do have that super organized best friend who also is, I guess, not clearly taking part in your wedding. Be- or, or the bride. Or the, the bride. bride maybe. But there's a thing about when you're planning everything, ultimately on the day of, what do you want to be focused on? Do you as the bride want someone coming up to you saying like, oh my God, the delivery of plates is wrong, or they didn't bring enough plates, or there's not enough chairs, or it looks like it might rain, but it might not rain, so do we put everything outside in the tent, or do we still go for the outside ceremony? There's a lot of questions. There's a lot that's going on during the day. And ultimately, you can sort of get lost in that instead of focusing on getting your hair and makeup done, enjoying maybe an extra mimosa, um, having a little bit of time just like sharing stories and laughing um, with your, you know, your friends and your family. Also, you know, just the question always sort of comes up to being, do you have the energy on that day to do all of it? And the answer is just going to simply be no. No, absolutely not. Now, I've seen a lot of brides, uh, once they get to the reception site, they are stressed out because Mm -hmm. something has happened before or at the church or just after the church. Now, as a wedding planner, you alleviate all that stress, don't you? 99% of the time. I mean, there's some things that I can't help if it happens, but it's one of those things where I get to say to a couple, oh, look, we're going to go take care of this. I know that the transportation bus is late, but not to worry. One of our staff members is going to be here, talk to people, make sure they're good, and we're going to go let the venue know that you guys are all running about 10 minutes behind. And that can sometimes just alleviate the type of stress that you might be having. But once again, having somebody who is your wedding planner on that day, it means that they're able to go and talk to the DJ and talk to the photographer, talk to the venue. Um, And sometimes people will be like, well, my sister's going to take care of this. But your sister's also your maid of honor. So if she's having taking photos with you because you're doing all family photos, um, how is she sort of running back to make sure that everything was done in the venue? Or worst case scenario, in the morning she was setting everything up in the venue and then like ran off to go (laughs) – get dressed and they always are the poor person who looks like they only had 10 minutes to get ready so now how many people do you have that show up uh, at any given uh, event when when you're hired so we always typically no matter what have at least one main planner and one assistant coordinator and our assistant coordinators are always just as good as the main planner it's just whoever the couple's been working with that's always a given And then depending on the size of your wedding, we might go up to two or three additional people if there's a lot of setup and the venue isn't doing it. Some venues have great staff that's there to help, so we know that we don't have to bring as many people. Right. But we're very upfront right from the beginning on what you need and what you don't need. And they're coordinating between each other. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. We have a little walkie-talkie system that mm-hmm. nobody else can sort of see, and mm-hmm. we're constantly in contact with each other and um, are making sure that everything's happening. So now... If you are taken out of the situation and the bride has to do this, it's impossible, right? It, it is impossible. Then they have to either call you to let you know as the DJ that, oh, my God, I'm, I'm running late, yep. or this happened at the church. Sometimes at the church, there's things that you have to gather up and take out, especially right at that moment. Yep. That's really hard to try to stick, you know, flowers and programs and all of the things that just come with you back into the limo right. and then bring them to the uh, reception area. So you don't want to be walking in as bridal party or the couple carrying in gigantic flowers that oh, were in arrangements. I, I've seen it. Parents <laughs> come mm-hmm. in and they're 
dumping stuff down, and then they're rushing off to um, uh, take pictures. Take pictures or to go greet guests. Like, there should be, your parents should be really greeting guests when they arrive for cocktail hour. So those are just things that people don't necessarily think about, and that's just on wedding day. There are a lot of things that you can do if you're an organized person prior to the wedding, but I always sort of say there's things that you hire someone to do so that you're not having to be stressed out. Right. Um, you only have so many hours. You, a wedding is typically five and a half hours. Would you rather... Spam. Yeah. Would you rather yeah. be spending all of that time focused on why you're there, seeing people, the joy, making sure that your family and friends are not working but enjoying it, or do you want to be stressed out and thinking, oh, I have to go cut the cake. So I'm going to go let the DJ now know that I'm ready to cut the cake. Hey, and that's the key, isn't it? Is that the event planner is going to reduce the stress of the day. Yes. And knowing that ahead of time, uh, that you've hired somebody that's going to do that, is going to give you a stress-free wedding. And that's the key. And we're also there for your your parents. We're also there for your wedding party because that's they have questions too. They want to know what's going on. Or they'll say like, oh my God, I... I had a bag that had my extra shoes in them. Do you happen to know where they went? And we always sort of, most of the time, do know where they went. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I know everything, but I do on that part of it. Um, and once again, it's just something that means that they don't have to go bother the couple because they know that they can come to us. Right. Um, I had a, a bride and groom once who totally forgot to put their suitcase to, suitcases to their honeymoon into the limo. And so the parents realized it. The limo company sort of said, hey, they drove somebody else out back out there. Oh. I sent my assistant who went in, yep. put their luggage in, and, you know, the bride and groom never knew about it until right. way after. Right. And that's just something that happened. Like, an, that was just an honest, normal mistake that can happen to anybody. Yeah. We've all left the house with something. Uh. Or without something. <laughs> <laughs> but so those are things to think about. Um, one of the other things people always assume is, oh, I have a DJ or I have a great photographer there's absolutely no reason I need a wedding planner because they're both professionals. Right. But as you know, as a DJ, there's only yeah. so much that you, you can't leave your post. No. So. Th there was a time many years ago when I hated uh, event planners. <laughs> uh, I'm just being honest. I know. I, I, I get it a lot. Because they would literally take over uh, the event and change everything that I went through with the bride and the groom a month before the wedding reception. Mm-hmm. Now, working with a professional like you these many years, it's now a team that mesh together. Mm -hmm. I give you my access to my planning information online so you can see what we've spoken about with the bride and the groom. And if there's something that needs to be changed, you let me know about it. Yep. I don't wait until I get to the facility and I'm just ready to announce that we're doing the cake cutting. And then the planner comes up to me and taps me on the shoulder. Oh, we're not doing the cake cutting until later. Yes. Things like that do not make it conducive for a great flow for a wedding or make me fall in love with a wedding planner. <laughs> I've walked into many venues where someone has looked at me and said, like, "Ugh, you're the wedding planner. And I said, yep, I'm not here to step on your toes. I'm just here to keep things running smoothly. Right. And honestly, at the end of the day, if you're a professional, it doesn't matter who doesn't you're matter. working with. You should all be working towards the same thing, which is making this couple happy. Right. They fell in love with the photographer for a reason. They fell in love with their DJ for a reason, mm -hmm. their florist, all of it. So the reason that we just none of us could get along is silly. Yep. 
And ultimately, I don't, I'm not running the entire event. We're just moving things along right. in a normal flow. Right. And if you, if you were having a, a DIY wedding, those little flow things uh, wouldn't happen. Mm -mm. Somebody you'd have to assign uh, uh, to do those things. And uh, I can honestly tell you, uh, as a DJ, somebody coming up to me that's not the bride tapping me on the shoulder every five minutes telling me, oh, I've got to do this or got to do that, that I don't know who they are. Yes. Uh, it, it, not only is it annoying, it, it takes away from the flow of the event that I'm trying to put together. Also, one of the things that people don't realize is sometimes somebody who wants to DIY, they want to DIY everything. Yes. And there's just a level of things that you just you just can't. You physically cannot be in every place. You shouldn't be spending your morning setting up your tablecloths and, yeah. and putting out your counting your silverware. I, you know, those are things that just are time consuming and that should really be something on the caterer. The caterer should be putting out your plates and stuff. But right. if you've cut every corner so yeah. that they don't have enough staff, this means that you're going to ultimately, at the end of your own wedding, be picking up and cleaning up, which is the worst thing. I, I actually saw a meme online that, uh, that, that had a don't... Uh, contact the bride for an emergency uh, at any time. And they gave a list of all the different people, those mm -hmm. phone numbers that you should have, the dads, the maid of honor. Best man. They don't usually Best know man. anything. <laughs> I'm kidding. They actually do. <laughs> and the, the one thing on there that they didn't say was event planner. Mm -hmm. Because... If you had given all these numbers to all these other people, you should have hired an event planner to begin with. You wouldn't need to have done that. And an on-site coordinator and your event planner are not necessarily the same thing, but that'll Two. be a topic for another day. Two but totally once again, ways. if I've been at the church, there's nothing better than walking into a venue and being able to say, hey, guys, I'm just letting you know that the bride and groom are, you know, 10, 15 minutes out. The photographer said they're running just a little bit behind. I have the, the transportation guy's phone number. I'm letting he's letting me know um and they really love the heads up i'm gonna greet them with some champagne or whatever their choice of drink was and those are the things that make you feel like you're being taken care of on on wedding day absolutely i, I love it when kia greets me with champagne as i don't come into the you person. ever with champagne <laughs> <laughs> i usually just point to where you need to go not that you already don't and then you sort of go and you set up and we usually even if we've already spoken all week we still check in yeah. You ask, how are things going? Has anything changed? Mm -hmm. Is anybody who was sick or something, somebody didn't show up? Yep. We had a wedding a while ago where the father of the uh, bride, just he was going back and forth if he was going to do a toast or not do a toast. And ultimately, he didn't decide until like the last minute. But it was a topic that you and I, every time we saw each other. Did he decide yet? Yeah. yeah. Did he decide yet? What are we going to do? Yeah. So <laughs> my final thought on this entire topic is that there are things that you should DIY and there's things that you shouldn't. Um, and you really have to just sort of ask yourself what you're willing to do. Um, and I'm going to ask you what your final thought is. Well, my final thought is uh, get our free report. Eight questions you must ask a wedding professional before you hire them. This special free report is available at our website, all the w's.atmosphere-productions.com. Get it today. And you can also get us on iTunes and Google Play. Remember, you can download us. If you have any questions that you want us to answer, please send us an email to engagect at gmail.com and tune in next time. The Engaged and Inspired podcast is copyright and produced by Atmosphere Productions in association with Engage Connecticut.